Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TFE, a weekly news update show covering movies, games and tech field with all your thoughts, feelings and emotions from your two hosts, Dan and Danny. In this week's episode, Sonic goes knuckles deep in the casting couch, racial slurs on his zombie video game, and Samsung is bending Danny backwards. Hi. First off, I've just got to explain that I had my vaccine yesterday at the time of recording, and I've had some side effects of feeling utterly shattered. Yes, Dan's being a child. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I feel great. Yes, I'm. I'm generally concerned. It's it's there deeply unsettling. No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's, it's not affecting me. I don't care. I live. But it just means. Um, I think Danny be talking more in those episodes, like he normally does, but probably more than he does normally. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm happy to be talking. Yes, I, I am just here for moral support for the most part, and for my seamless transitions, like my seamless transition into rapid reviews. And my backwardsness to go, go get vaccinated. It's still good for you. Yes, vaccine's still good for you. Just man up or woman up. I don't know what I want to put as. Human up. Human up. Be a decent human being. Be a decent human, human being. Up. Get the vaccine help people, all right? It may hurt, may hurt and suffer for the next couple of days, but still worth you it. could die. Yes, it is or preventing me from dying. someone else. Yes. Anyway, so rapid, rapid reviews. Rapid reviews. What if? What if we didn't do a TFE? What if we didn't do rapid reviews? We just ended this segment here. What if we ended the whole podcast now? So thank you for listening, everybody. It's been a good time listening. Cue the outro music that doesn't exist. Welcome back. This is a new episode. <laughs> for those who don't know, there was a really long awkward silence, but that was all cut out in our editing software. Yes, although Dad could edit it back in if he was any sort of interested in doing editing. And I wasn't dead. Yes. Inside. <laughs> but yeah, what if? What do you think? What What were your thoughts, feelings, emotions on what if? I'm not sold on it. I'm... It's fun. It's fine. But yeah, it's it's nothing super spectacular. I like Hayley Atwell. I feel like she's the best part of it. Um, I look forward to the millions of angry Marvel fanboys who are pissed that a woman got the super serum and is all jacked up and angry that woman big now i think my only problem with it is just it is just winter soldier not winter soldier got it completely wrong the first avenger just cut down to 30 minutes yeah with a tentacle um, at the end spoiler but they do get the tesseract at the beginning and they make a robot so yeah and there is big differences but it's just still sort of feels like this is just yeah it's just kind of like a just a well, thing. So same thing <laughs> there's way too much explanation at the beginning yeah it's like, I hope it gets better here's how as it the... goes along. This has definitely been yeah. my least favourite of all of them, and I've actually started watching Modoc. I'm not a great fan of that either, to be honest. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, not my style. Probably just animation, but I'm not my style. Stop motion. Fair enough. Yeah, I like the some of the shots, though, in the uh, What If, though. Some of them are very nicely... Like, it's fluid, and it does work. It's just kind of the There might also be that. Animation isn't normally that fluid. I feel mm, like it's do. at like, very high rate. I'm not sure what the exact um, rate it is. Normal animation is done by 24s, and then either does in 1, 2s, or 3s, or 4s. Well, it's, it's, I don't think it's frame rate difference. I think it's just how they've decided to do the framing of it, because I think it's just that... Well, no, it, it will like be just... the frame rate. That's, that is what makes it feel more fluid. It will be the frame rate. Yeah, but it's the, the way that it works is it's kind of just like short snaps. So it's like a punch, and then it just snaps to the next thing. It doesn't really... Whatever, even when um, Carter is moving, I forgot, when Peggy is moving, you can see her hair kind of moving in the that wind. That is her name. Quite fluid. Yeah. Still fucking up. I like, the, I like the um, break into the 
Hydra Tau a bit. And like the she's riding for the like montage sequence where she's going through the planes and stuff like that. It's all very nice to like enjoy. But it is ultimately yeah. per second, I think. Oh, that's Avengers, oh, that's for goodness sake. <laughs> I typed it in there's like, oh yeah, there we go. No, it's not. That's, that's the video game. Mm. But I think that, yeah, ultimately it's kind of it just kind of ends in the same plot point beats. It's like, oh, Peggy's the one who goes into the thing. She and Steve still have the relationship. Um, it's just that now he's skinny and she's big. So it's just that. Uh, I do think the one thing that's interesting is that, uh, which they don't really touch on that much, but is still kind of present in it, is the woman in the 1940s uh, in power thing, where it's like, uh, you're not what we wanted sort of thing, which was what like Steve wasn't, but it's now with the connotation of sexism. Yes, I mean, uh, I don't appreciate, I don't like sexism, but I feel like it's a good portrayal of the time. Yes. Uh, and the, what was it? The... Uh, I watched it again. Like I've watched it twice now because I was like trying to remember what happened, which I don't think's a good thing. Whereas Loki, I was watching it for enjoyment. Captain Marvel, I was trying to remember what I'd watched because it is just trying to remember Captain America, but shorter. I don't know how I feel about Bucky in it because the voice is Sebastian Stan, but it sounds really muted. Yeah, just, I, a lot of things don't just don't work for me in this episode. I'm not sure if it'll be continuing on for the series or if it's just this episode, but I think we'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah. I think I'll give it like a 6 out of 10 in the episode, maybe. Also, I was expecting all of the episodes to drop because I don't know why. They, wouldn't, I don't they know did why. say it would, and then they didn't. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But I was, I think because everyone else was saying all it would drop at once, I was like, well, okay, I'll just happily watch everything in one go, and then I'm now having to wait 10 weeks for it all to come out. Um. So I'm kind of like, ah, oh, but I don't know if I want to wait 10 weeks now to watch all of this stuff. But hopefully it looks like it's all going to tie into itself. So it does it look might... like it. I hope it does. It might be interesting. It makes a bit more. Because I know there's in the trailers, there's Peggy Carter talking to Doctor Strange. So I'm hoping that her doing the split then causes a split in everyone else to then coalesce into like one Avengers style thing at the end. But yeah, ultimately it's pretty good. It's it's just gonna have to be something to watch out for. Yeah, see if it uh, gets. Yeah, I think we'll wait and see for next episode. See if next episode gets any better. But... Yeah, it does make me want um Haley Atwell back in the MCU doing like Captain Britain or Captain Carter in live action because she's very good. Well, there's rumors her. that um she might come in through uh what's it called Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. That, that's the one. Yeah. Also, I was looking up recently the uh, actors' screen time and uh. And it's quite, like, a lot of... She's in it for, like, 23 minutes in terms of the entire MCU. And she's got, like... That's pretty poor. Yeah, but she's also, like, still one of the most popular characters, which I'm, which is still pretty fucking impressive. Well, in that, but maybe she'll get her own TV show or of Captain Carter, but this has not done well. well. She, did. <laughs> she did get a show. No, I mean, like, a whole TV show, like, a whole... Like, oh, yeah, no, she but, did. No, but I mean, like, oh, Captain Carter, not of... Oh, not Asian of Peggy Carter. Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Haley Atwell has 27 minutes and 10 seconds across five films and one one shot. It's pretty crazy. MCU. Yeah. Uh, Edward Norton has 33 minutes and 30 seconds in his own movie. Elizabeth Olsen apparently only has 34 minutes and 15 seconds across five films. I don't think this has been updated since like one division. Oh, absolutely not. One division is in hours of. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. as number one with five hours, 57 minutes, and 45 seconds across ten films, one one-shot, which I think is, like, cameo. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. 
Uh, Chris Evans is number two. Chris Hemsworth is number three. Tom Holland's number four. Paul Rudd is five. And then Scarlett Johansson is six. Anyway, so we Ru- have got off topic. Off topic. Yes. Words are difficult right now. It's, not, it's just not going on. well. <laughs> Expect a lot of this today. This is going to be uh, a running theme throughout the whole episode of me not saying Dan dying and me distracting everything and going off on tangents. Yes. Because I have the power. Because Dan can't fight back. <laughs> I'm losing brain power as we talk. But let's go on to stream that movie news into my head. And we've got a trailer to talk about. We're going to talk about worth. Dan, how much is a human life worth after 9-11? Depends if they're vaccinated. Yes. Get vaccinated, you're worth That was more. not where I was expecting you to go, but yes. <laughs> um, so worth is Michael Keaton is a lawyer or something, and he's been tasked with giving all the families and stuff compensation after the 9-11 attacks, and it looks interesting. Yes, it does look interesting. I might actually watch it. So this is a film coming out to Netflix in 3rd of September. Yeah. I'm surprised I remember uh, that, to be honest. I forgot it was also on Netflix. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, even though it says in the little thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm the one who's supposed to be delirious. You're the one that's supposed to be good. Yeah. Um. It It's just, I like documentary stuff. It always interests me with like, and especially Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton does a lot of good, like he's in um, Spotlight and he does, uh, I think it's Spotlight. Uh, and he's in the Burger, uh, not Burger King, McDonald's uh, documentary that I enjoyed. And he's just in a lot of stuff that I enjoy him I do in. like a good documentary, but the, my favorite documentary I've ever seen, well, not favorite, but the one I found most in- interesting was Don't F With Cats. Not watch that one. I need to. I thought but that I, was a fantastic, it was just very well cut and edited. See, my own's the uh, McDonald's one and the Facebook one, social network. They're just very interesting. Oh, yeah, the social network one. Yeah, I like that one too. It's probably my second one. I've seen the McDonald's one. The McDonald's one's really good. It's, um, it's, not on Netflix. Keaton, it's not on Netflix, I don't think. It was on Amazon for a while. Yeah, maybe if you tell me. Maybe it was on Netflix. It's called, the, it's called The Founder if you want to check it out. But that, that's Well, the maybe one. I can use our sponsor of ExpressVPN. I'm joking. We haven't enjoyed ExpressVPN. We would love ExpressVPN. But if ExpressVPN wants to sponsor us, it'd be no problem. You know, just saying. Yeah, or anyone. We'll take anyone. We'll take or, a shoe company. Or Surfshark or Nord or a, your gym mate brand who lives down the road on a corner shop we'll take his brand at all and we'll, we'll, we'll sponsor him yes um well that that's that's the movie it looks interesting i 9-11 is bad and it is quite a good premise though poor people everything that's yeah. happening well it's a real life documentary well it's a real life thing but it's gonna be it's based on a true story yeah it's gonna be hollywood of rised where it's like probably gonna extort some of the truth to make it more dramatic because i imagine a lot of people got more fucked over than the movie's gonna allow to be shown so you never know you never never know yeah, maybe it would be like a hundred percent accurate and michael keaton actually did after 9-11 go and give all these people money you never know but it's a good premise though of sort of how much i think uh one of the scenes in the trailer i watched was talking about how some lives are worth more than others mm. so and how much value did that person's life in that tower hold to the family yeah and then you have this dad going up and said my daughter's worth just as much as anyone else which i think is actually a fair argument and then there's the one where it's i think it's uh someone goes we weren't together but i was the one that they called yeah when it happened so like i might not have been in their life after a certain thing but i was still the one that they called so it's like how much value does that person now have considering that so it's just an ethical question and i'm sure yeah it's gonna be interesting but yeah, no, it's on Netflix, so I don't know how well it will do, but 
it should do all right. I'm sure Netflix will still will. be at a loss. They always are. It will still be on the homepage when it comes out, and everyone will watch it and then go, 9-11, America patrioticness. Yes, Speaking very of bad stuff. Patrioticness. Let's go on to casting news and talk about an Asian property. But American made, like Asian inspired. Yes, Avatar The Last Airbender has got has now cast live action Ang, Katara, Soku, and Zoku. Unless you just said that and I didn't realise. Yes. Um yeah, all people I don't know. And I'm it's the live action one. Netflix has been trying to do it. Didn't, uh, wasn't there a last Airbender film at some point? That was live yes, action. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan that was terrible and people hated it because it was trying to cram like three seasons worth of television into one movie. Yeah, I don't remember and, it, but I remember sort of setting up like other uh, like other, like Earthbenders and whatever, and then I just did oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I recent I watched uh, all of the uh, show last year, I think. The animated show. Yeah, and I wasn't super fussed about it. It's an all right. It's a kid's show. That's the thing. It's for like people who are eight years old, but a lot of people who have grown up on it and then gone, oh, well, this is going to be my entire personality now. And I'm, I'm like, sure kids okay. would still like Game of Thrones. Just saying. I think they'll like I'm it. Sure kids have watched Game of Thrones. I doubt kids They'll aren't find the blood cute and everything, you know, white colors. Uh, I'm sure. But yeah, they've, <laughs> cast, they've cast all the main leads. Uh, I don't know who any of them are, but that's good because they're at least Asian. Whereas in the live action one, they were like white people <laughs> and that pissed off a lot of people. I suppose that's good. Don't whitewash characters. That's stupid. Yes. Um, and yeah, I don't know how, like, I'm not super fussed about this because I'm probably not going to watch it. It's going to suck. Is it a Netflix property or is it a cinema property? Yeah, it's a ne- no, it's a Netflix property. Netflix okay. is doing this because they made a deal to host the Do they Avatar just own thing. Last Airbender now? No, that's still Nickelodeon. And Nickelodeon's trying to expand the brand. So they're trying to branch it out into new series, new shows, movies, all of that. And I think they partnered with Netflix just to do this so that they could try again, basically, but this time have what people wanted, which is Asian people with a slightly better budget and a director who isn't M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> the guy who makes terrible movies and made the movie old, which apparently is terrible because the twist of it that you go to a beach and you get old. And so there's a baby and then the baby grows up and then has a baby itself in the span of the movie. Well, talking about terrible properties, Chloe Bennett has quit Powerpuff Girls live action before airing on the CW. Yeah, I keep forgetting that this was even a thing. Yes. Uh, the only reason I had any uh, interest in it was because Chloe Bennett's in it, and she's Sky or Daisy from uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, and I thought she was pretty good in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And to be honest, she might even be good in here. However, the CW... I lost a lot of respect for her when she dated G- uh, Logan Paul, but... Yeah, to be fair, I've seen a, a couple interviews with Logan Paul right now. He doesn't seem too bad a guy. Jake Paul's the one that's worse. Yeah, Logan Paul has at least sort of learned his lesson. A yeah, bit, he seems to be a bit more Jake Paul guy. just seems to be going down more and more the rabbit hole of de- de- like hell. Yeah. Is a cunt. I anyway, hate the fact that they're boxing uh, the, still pisses the me The first off. episode of Powerpuff Girls scripts leaked online, and there was a huge amount of backlash, so much so... The CW are now rewriting the first pilot episode. Yeah, I heard that. 
and now Bennett's leaving. I don't blame so. her. The CW is known for ruining people's careers. Oh yeah, I look at the Flash and everything like that, and the uh, like. The first season, the, the Flash Supergirl. was good. And the, I would say the second season was also good, and then after that, it was just, it just went downhill more and more and more and more and more. So much so now, the Flash season seven, the Flash isn't the main character in the Flash. There's episodes without the Flash in the Flash. Who's the Flash then in the Flash? Who's the, the only- main protagonist? The protagonist is supposed to be Barry Allen, but he, he doesn't learn because there's too many episodes in the season. There's 23 episodes in the season. There's so many episodes. There's only yeah, so I, much I you can like do with a storyline. Yeah. There's only so season... much you can do with character development at that time. So they just have to have him repeating himself again and again and again. Because what else can you do? So how many is it now? Seven. Season seven and eight. They just confirmed eight and nine. Jeez, that's too many seasons. But there's too many characters in the show. So I'm going to go on a bit of a rant about the, the Flash right now because I, uh, I watched... Um, this YouTuber, I think he's like Friendly Space Ninja or something like that, his name is. He, mm-hmm. he did like a good hour video explaining, uh, documenting everything wrong with The Flash. And it's just talking about, there's so many characters. They've got, this whole problem with the CW, they have a team behind one character and it doesn't need it. The Flash in the comics is this powerful character who can just do something on his own. But there's mm-hmm. no Team Flash and I think there's like 10 characters in the main team. Isn't, isn't the Flash also then goes off into another team? Because isn't there the team that like Supergirl, all the superheroes. Yeah, but Supergirl's team. ending now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, doesn't the Flash then go from his solo show where he's in a team to? Yes, another they have crossover show things. And to be fair, the crossovers yeah. are pretty cool. But they mm. stopped doing that now. But oh. I know how to fix the Flash. You just kill off all the characters and, and just the keep Flash the Flash himself and just end it and just have. No, yeah, you can. No, to be fair, the... Grant Gustin adds the Flash is a great casting and he's a very good Flash. What you need to do, Dan, is have that Flash meet the other Flash from DCU. They did do they that. They have done. They did yeah. do. But they should have had him kill him and replace him in that timeline. <laughs> and then we could have had the Flash TV show as the main Flash in the DCEU, which would have worked better because Ezra Miller got cancelled. I actually would love to see Grant Gustin as a Flash in DCEU. I would, well, he would be so good. Point, Dan, so. Yeah, I, I think he'd be so good as a Flash in, in a film. Uh, with if a we good can director, have three good Batmans writing. going at the same time, we can have two Flashes. Yeah, why not? <laughs> we can have two Flashes, one running around. Anyway, that's the rant on the CW. The CW never changes, and they always do the same thing. It just ruins characters, so that's why Chloe Bennett has left, and I don't blame her. Yes. And but... speaking of franchises that ruin people, Sonic! <laughs> yes, Sonic. And Sonic 2 has cast Idris Elba as Knuckles. I don't see it. Well, it's a CGI character who's big and strong. No, but I don't see his voice matching Knuckles. I don't know what Knuckles sounds like to begin with. Well, no, with. but I know what Knuckles looks like, and I just don't picture well, it's the Idris Elba's voice. Everyone went, do you know the way? So it's that. You've been ruined by the meme, do you know the way? Well, no, I'm just thinking just like anything. I, th- I thought, because Idris Elba's got quite a deep voice. Do you reckon they'll do that in the movie? Because that franchise seems to be very self-aware <laughs> of what audiences want maybe and if they don't do it they will ruin to be fair they did change the eyes and the teeth which was very weird and the that skin and, and everything like that they they completely redid that so i must still remember that first trailer that first sonic how terrifying it was oh yeah it was, it was fucking horrible. horrible the movie's still not good but at least they fixed that because imagine how bad that movie would have been if they'd kept the original that Sonic was terrifying. That was like a, oh. a thing of nightmares. Yeah. But I, I, the... I, you know, I just pictured Knuckles with a bit higher pitched voice and what Idris Elba can deliver. I was for deep. I was for deep with. Maybe just a me thing. There's nothing to do with like Idris Elba being. I think Idris Elba will do. I'm great. sure Idris Elba will knock this out of the park. It's just I, 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 I don't wait for him. I don't see his voice matching Knuckles. 
and then click a bunch and then go after like a princess. Yeah, well, we didn't say anyway. That that was a thing, Dan. Are those having tails in Sonic 2? They're just knuckles. Yeah, cause well no, cause he's in the end credit of the first one, Tails. So I oh right, so. okay. I haven't seen the film yet, so. Ah, uh, basically at the end, it it it's the Jim Carrey in the mushroom place, and then uh, there's another one where Tails comes through a portal and he's got a device and he's got his tails, and he goes, "There's something here that I need to find," or something like that. It's been a while since I watched it, because <laughs> I watched it in cinemas as it came out, right as the pandemic was hitting. And it was like one of the last movies I saw that year in cinemas. Fucking horrifying fact that I did that. It was interesting, the first one. It's yes. a terrible movie. Well, you never know. Maybe it's... the second one will be better, but Jim Carrey might not be able to It's a fucking road trip, it. and he barely runs in it. <laughs> you just need to fucking get rid of human characters. No one gives a shit about the human characters. Just have it so that it's just Sonic in Sonic Land doing Sonic things with a Robotnik dude. You don't need to have it human characters that take him on a road trip. The only good thing about that movie is there's a song in it um, that I really enjoyed for one of the um, sequences in the film where it's like slow motion running, and he's in a bar. Although I don't like, like songs in slow motion running, like X-Men and Quicksilver. No, this one's actually good, though. Like, a lot of the songs in the X-Men and the... Quicksilver stuff is all bullshit pop music and I didn't like it. Whereas I think it's called Boom 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 or something and it's just like a really catchy song and I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's but just X-Men you don't like. I, I, I shazammed it when I was watching it so that I could listen to it later on. <gasps> shazammed it in the movie theatre? Well, afterwards. Like I watched the clip on YouTube. Oh, shazammed okay. Right, right, right. Fair, fair. Okay, that's fine. Then. You can get your as long as you don't get your phone out in the cinema. I don't fine. open my phone out in the cinema, no. no I turn mine off. I don't even put on vibrate. I just turn the whole thing off. I would never do that, but yeah, I just put it on vibrate. I always take my watch off, you know, get just get everything off, so I get no distractions. Also, I'm not popular enough to get messages throughout films, so it's. Oh well, no, I usually just get one for my watch saying, "Look, you're lazy. Move." Yeah, true. And I, you know, I don't um, want that. Yeah, and then in Marvel news, uh, Marvel and DC are facing backlash over their pay of uh, their writers of the comic books and the artists. Because basically all they do is pay them five grand and a thank you note if they use any of their work in the movies. It's terrible. And the movies make over a billion each time, pretty much. So if the, so the premise of like Ultron, the Age of Ultron, if they use that storyline, they basically go, thank you for le- creating this work of storyline in the comics. Here's five grand. That's all our contribution to paying you. And then we'll just take that idea, make a billion dollar movie and not pay you any royalties for creating it. And then if we make characters really super popular because of your work, we'll just pay you five grand for it and never pay you anything extra, (laughs) which just seems fucked. Yeah, it is really stupid. I I don't agree with this. I think the comic book artists should be paid more and the writers. Disney has a horrible um, history of not paying artists even... Because I think well, it's just big companies, Disney... isn't it? Big companies never are good for small little people. They don't care. Oh no, but I think ugh, when Disney bought Marvel, I think Marvel was still having writers write stuff, but writers weren't getting paid when the transaction happened because Disney just wasn't paying them and was like, "Oh no, we we your problem is the people who owned you previously. Go ask them for the money. That wasn't part of our negotiations. You have to go ask the people who previously owned you for money, not us." Yeah, just because it. we now own you doesn't mean we have to pay you for all the work you've been doing whilst this has happened. So it's a really scummy yeah, thing, I, I suppose. In a way, it's like just terrible. 
Oh yeah, big Hollywood companies not wanting to pay people. Like Black Widow, their lawsuit is still... I mean, that's probably why this has come out, because, yeah, Scarlett Johansson's not getting $50 million for Black Widow. Yeah, but I suppose that's the, the only artist kind of who created so the... Much. It's like, it's $50 million. Come on. <laughs> You're already a millionaire. These, these yeah, artists the probably are not millionaires. They're probably well, the interesting thing is, after the Black Widow thing, Disney came out and said Free Guy and Shang-Chi aren't going to Disney+. Plus. So there's no more Disney Plus films. They're all going to be theatrical only until later. So they've fucking stormed out because they don't want Ryan Reynolds going back and suing them for the same reason. Or... Yeah, they want to keep Ryan so... Reynolds because they know he's he's a moneymaker. Oh, yeah. Also, Ryan Reynolds and Scarlett Johansson used to date. Yes, or were married. they said they would never yeah. work together. Yeah, so that's probably why Scarlett Johansson went, kill me. <laughs> and then Ryan Reynolds <laughs> is now in MCU. Yeah. It'd be, you know, it'd be a good time. See Pay matters. artists royalties for their work if you're going to use it. Don't just give them five grand and a thank you note. Yeah, that sucks. But what doesn't suck is Lord of the Rings Season 2 will film in the UK. Yeah. Fuck you, New Zealand. Yeah. We get Lord of the Rings now. <laughs> it's like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones are filmed over here, part of it. All the uh, Winterfell stuff was over here. Yeah. Also, we got the big uh, like soundstage stuff that you can do all the CGI things on the What's the fucking thing from The Mandalorian called again? I don't know. We're asking me for my brain's kind of half dead. That that screen thing that The Mandalorian has, that thing, the void or cube or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. <laughs> We're asking it's me. The, it's the it's the CGI rig that you could just do all the rendering, which we'll talk about later because it's gonna be in tech time thingy majiggy. We'll get onto it. It'll be you know a little um tease for later on. So you have to yeah. stick on to hear Lord of the Rings. On. I'm, st- I'm looking forward to this show. <laughs> I'm still yet to watch two and three. I'm still yet to watch the last two Hobbit films. No, last Hobbit film. Actually, did I watch? Yeah, I did watch the mid-tier Hobbit. Yeah. Is I, Hobbit I, still I'm terrible? Still- yes. I still haven't. <laughs> it's it's so bad I still haven't watched the third one after a year. Because I'm just like, ugh. I fell asleep during the first one and I tried watching the second one and I can't remember anything that happens in it except the dragon at the end goes off and then it cuts. Because they didn't want to have the dragon actually destroy the town in the first, the second movie. Because originally it was meant to be two movies and then it split it into three. So they basically dragged it out for as long as possible. Also, Peter Jackson hated filming it. It's horrible CGI for most of it. It's not practical like the first ones, a lot of it. Ugh, they're just boring fucking movies. The first Lord of the, the trilogy of the Lord of Rings is great. And I'm hoping this is good. And if Lord of the Rings is now filming in the UK, I'm going to maybe see if they want me to do an extra role. You're actually going to look for it, you know? If, if, it, if it pops up and I can actually do it. I don't know where they'll be filming, but if I can actually find it or something, I'll try and see if I can just pop down for it. I wouldn't be able to talk about it because they'll put an NDA on me. But Yeah, we can talk about it afterwards, couldn't you? Are you not? Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll pop myself in the credits if I... Because I'll get credit. Well, surely you can just say, like, oh, yeah, I, I was on set. Like, you cannot say that? Yeah. Yeah, you can just I'm say... I'm sure you can, but you, I don't you just can't can talk, talk about, about what the film anything is. that happens or... Yeah. Yeah, you can say, oh, yeah, I was on set, I did this, and then you can just wait and see. So if I suddenly say I've been on the set of something, you know what I've been in. Well, surely you can just say you've been on the set of Lord of the Rings. I mean, all the actors will be on the set. No, I think you literally get shut... I think NDAs, especially with, like, big Hollywood productions and stuff yeah, like that... Yeah, but actors can shut. say they're on set. They get known as they don't want people like me going off oh, and spoiling what's actually because a lot of them are filmed under different names. So like right, Star right. Wars is filmed under a different name. So you, you don't actually know what you're filming for. It, you just get put in it and then you kind of find out on the day and then you, you sign an NDA and stuff like that. And then you basically can't speak about it until the movie comes out. 
And then you can go to your friends. Hey, I was in Lord of the Rings. I was that trooper over there or whatever. Well, talking about sequels, Emma Stone has closing on a deal to Cruella sequel. Yeah, basically sets it up at the end. Yeah, I mean, I'm so. sort of surprised about this because I thought Emma Stone was also going to try to get Disney to say, oi. So maybe this is part of the agreement that Emma Stone doesn't sue Disney. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they're they saying, actually look, 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 go. I'll give you another film and then we'll, charge you, we'll pay you a little bit more so you don't sue us. And yeah, just keep quiet. It's like, <laughs> hey, look, basically, yes, you got fucked out of the first one, but we'll pay you a bit more for the next one. And it will only go to movies, and then we'll give you a bit of the profits if it goes to streaming afterwards. Because by the time this gets made, the pandemic will be over. Yes. Was Cruella good, the first one? Um, surprisingly, it's the best of the live-action ones they've done. Well, because it's doesn't... because it's not really Dalmatians, it's just Cruella. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about with the sequel, is if they go Dalmatians. Is it going to have the Maleficent treatment, whereas the first one's okay, and then the second one's god-awful? Because it's I've a close story. Of them. Yeah, well, I don't know whether or not they'll do straight up 110 Dalmatians sequel. Because I kind of like the premise of Cruella. It's just her being insane trying to do fashion. <laughs> and it's, it's just her having a fashion war with another fashion person who turns out to, spoilers, turns out to be her mum. Thank you for but ruining the whole film for she, me. Appreciate it. I said spoilers. You, you didn't give me a warning, lad. I was, I was like, small is done. <laughs> <laughs> I was all right, Adam. Well, yeah. Well, you're, you could watch it on Disney+. Plus. If I'm honest, point. I'm going to forget anyway. Oh, yeah. It's it's so obvious when you watch it. It Basically, she is has it, a the mom. The suicide squad obvious? More. Ah, that's all right then. <laughs> well, it's mum dies, and then there's another figure of authority in her life who turns out to actually be her mum. Huh. Who set Dalmatians on the original mum and that mum fell off a cliff because Dalmatians scared her. What? That's why she hates Dalmatians. <laughs> that is the premise of why she hates Dalmatians is because they're... Over- <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Also, they're horribly CGI uh, Dalmatians. Lovely. Absolutely lovely. And do you know it's what... It's a fun film, though. I also find horrible... Anime. Anime. And Sony completes a $1 billion Crunchyroll buyout. Yeah, so I think we talked about it when... Uh, Sony was going to buy it and now Sony has bought fully completed so now Funimation and Crunchyroll were the same thing because Sony already owned uh, Funimations. Never know you might now get Crunchyroll as part of your PS Plus or maybe have a PS Ultimate and have Crunchyroll and PS Plus for like £10 a month or something I don't know. Yeah I don't care that much. (laughs) I never know you might you might you know want to up your price a little bit to watch Crunchyroll. I know some people. Well, no, my way of because Crunchyroll has ads, but if you open it on a web browser with ad block, it doesn't play the ads. So I just ads. So you're what's browser. wrong with society? Yes, but I hate paying. I don't. I, the amount of ads that you get on that website is ridiculous. Like it's every like five minutes in the anime, and anime is like twenty five minutes, and it's just like an ad. That is a bit minutes. much. I think one ad break is enough. Twenty five minutes. It's like I'd ad, say one in fifteen the, minutes. That that's a good. It's like it's. Well, it's been a while. It might have changed, but because I've just been watching it on uh, the browser with it open and then streaming it to my TV and just having ad block. <laughs> but if you open it on your phone, it has a load of ads every time. And I'm just like, no, 
I don't want to watch an ad before I watch this. Because <laughs> I'm so used to YouTube not having ads anymore. And I, I'm so used to stuff not having ads. When I watch an ad, it just pisses me off at this point. I did like, get to a when... phase where ads really annoyed me. And I got a, a month of YouTube premium just so I don't have ads. Because I just got that fed up of ads. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand them. It's so It just, just pisses me off. Because the amount of content I watch online, is it would drive me insane if I had an ad every time. Like YouTube, I had to get ad blocker, like uh, YouTube premium, just to avoid the ads because of how much I watched. And if I had an ad every time I watched something, it would be insane. I don't think I'm yeah. too bad with ads, but yeah, it does annoy me occasionally. Well, for a long time, YouTube was the only thing I watched. I didn't really watch TV or stuff. So like, I didn't really watch Netflix. I didn't have Disney Plus. I didn't have Amazon Prime. Well, I had them all. But I didn't really watch stuff on them because there was nothing that really interested me. It's only in the last like two years that stuff's actually started coming out that's interested me to watch regularly enough. Like Castlevania, uh, The Boys, the... Yeah, that's true uh, to fair. I do like a lot of the, uh, the R.A. The Mandalorian, the Disney stuff. Like, it's only in the last two years or so that stuff is actually... Because, like, I couldn't really be bothered with Game of Thrones. I couldn't be bothered with Better Call Saul or the Breaking Bads of the world. And I'm just like, only recently stuff has actually been interesting me to watch it, so... Well, I've only just started watching Daredevil. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to go back. There's, I, I need to go back and watch some of the other Disney TV shows that... Because there's um, Cloak and Dagger, which I watched the first season of and really enjoyed. And then Amazon has season two as well. Oh. And I never watched season two. And I was like, oh... As far as I, I can watch... gather, the only thing that's kind of really worth watching is just Daredevil. <laughs> on the internet. Uh, Punisher. Watch Punisher. Punisher, okay, that's it. I'm probably Jessica Punisher Jones one and two. One. Uh, first season of Jessica Jones, I can't tell you about season two and three. I never watched them. Apparently two, two and three are awful. <laughs> so if I, if I, uh, I would say if you want to watch stuff, watch all of Daredevil, season one, season two, and season three. Jessica Jones, first season, Punisher one and two. And then just and don't, then don't bother Luke Cage, don't bother the Lion Fists. Give Defenders a go. It gives you a clear enough depiction of the characters, but it isn't the greatest like team up that they could have done with it. It's kind of stupid. Daredevil's really good. Jessica Jones season one's really good. And Punisher season one and two is really, really fun. Well, talking about stupid, let's move on to why does this exist? And today we are talking about Adidas debuting their 3D printed sunglasses. Yeah. Because uh makes it more airline. Aerodynamic. That's what I'm gonna say. Yes, that is. It doesn't make it an airline, Dan. (laughs) They don't take you soaring away. Oh what a cry. Yeah, uh, I mean, ultimately, f- 3D printing the glasses isn't a terrible idea, but I want to know if they give you, like, you pay for the, because um, I know they're not going to be, you won't pay for the uh, rights to use it, and then you can 3D print it in your house. It yeah, just you can be just they make 3D print it. Yeah, you, they'll 3D print them and then sell them, but if you're going 3D printed, that means the concept of it exists digitally, and if someone steals that code and then uses it, they can just make their own and sell I mean, them. it's not exactly a complex concept. It's... No. It's just a, a hexagonal... Hexagonal? Hexa, hexagonal. Hex, hexagonal. It's a hexagonal, hexagonal structure, which allows... It just holds it in place, but having hollow spaces inside, so it only weighs 20 grams a pair of glasses. Do you want to know what would be really funny? Is if the actual glasses bit was 3D printed? No, that wouldn't and it be. wasn't an... A- <laughs> yeah, I know, but it would be really funny if it was just a, met- a plastic sheet... That you couldn't see out of. So would you just be paying for these really expensive sunglasses that you couldn't see out of? Does this explain how much they're going to be costing? Uh, Ooh, £300. Well, yeah, 300 to $450. Yep, it's really worth it for 20 euros. gram glasses. Yep. 
Only 150 pairs are being produced, though. Until someone... I'm actually kind of surprised about that, considering it is 3D printed and it's much easier to just make. Yeah, but it's the novelty, Dad. you got to have the exclusiveness. Yeah, but if you just made more of them, you could just sell more of them for a cheaper price to make it worthwhile. The only reason why they're that yeah, much but, money is because they're making 150. But that's fashion, Dan. It's like, oh, these cheap things that are really expensive to buy. Yeah, you remember so Snapchat stupid. glasses? These really cheap, shitty things that no one ever uses, but they cost like 300 quid. Sunglasses, so are like, sunglasses are like one of the most expensive markup items in like ever. And the most funny thing is a $5 one or £5, whichever country you go into, it does the exact same job. Especially oh, yeah. in the UK, because you have to have the official certification to block out the exact amount of UV as an expensive pair. So it makes no difference. They do look kind of cool, but I don't... They do, but also... But I would not pay that It's much expensive. <laughs> if I had a 3D printer, I would just 3D print them and then just move on with my life. Uh, I agree, yes. Um, I'm sure someone will be making these as a... Just a cheap... Oh, yeah, I'm sure off. there'll be some dude knocking... Like, Go to wish.com, there'll be, be loads of... Yeah, there'll be the Adudas. The Adudas the ad, 3F printed. Glosses. <laughs> Glosses. <laughs> you know, you, anyway. You'd love to see it. You'd love to see it. And what else we'd love to see is we've lost the controller of our news. That's not right, but I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. Just, you're you're drugged up, Dan. It's fine. I'm not drugged up. I'm just... I have a disease in me. <laughs> or a fake synthetic disease. Virus. I have a synthetic virus in me. You have 5G in you. I have a 5G chip in me, yes, that's what makes me feel ill. Because it's definitely a 5G chip can fit into that tiny needle. Yep, considering uh, they have to put them in massive cell towers. You know, logic. Uh, <laughs> Simple logic. Also, why would they cause world global crises in the marketplace to put a 5G chip in you to track you when they have your phone and they can just track you anyway? Yeah, it would make sense, but it really... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Anyway, hey, Xbox. Microsoft's new Xbox feature has a night mode that dims your screen controller and power button. Yes. Are you tired of playing in the dark? Yes. Bright light. It's terrible. Burn your eyes. Thank you. I need. I need. I need a feature for this. I don't care, but hey, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, PlayStation had this for a while, but I don't think it's auto. You could, you just change it manually. If you go into yeah. the settings of the controller, you. Could, you could dim the yeah, light bar. you can manually change the dip layer of the brightness. So also, it's for power saving because the light drains your battery. Yeah, I think I have mine turned all the way down just to save battery. It does. I like that battery. When I played like the first Tomb Raider game, that the uh, the light on the front flickered when you had torches. So oh. if you're sat in a dark room, your controller will flicker like the flames, and then it <laughs> just looks like so your room will illuminate as you walk through caves and stuff, and it's really cool. That is pretty. And then cool. I wish more games do it. I suppose it's actually a pretty cool feature as well, you know, just to have a night mode. I do like a good yeah. old night mode. I like dark feature and everything. I have everything dark mode? Nothing light? Uh, I don't do Google dark mode because there's the other dark mode that is available. I have everything dark. Also, my new phone that I just bought. Um, I have has... dark mode on my phone. Everything's dark mode. Yeah, but the new fe- it has a feature that makes all the apps dark mode, even apps that don't support it. Yeah, that, that's... I don't know if that's an Android 11 thing, because I went for an S9, it's, it's and an S9 Android. didn't have it's an that. Andro- <laughs> it's an Android thing. Uh, yeah, I think it's an Android 11 thing. I think so. Because also... my last phone had Android 10, and it didn't work. Yeah. It, it, it didn't do that, so when you, yeah, the new one has Android 11, and it does that, so it's cool. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, this is good news for Xbox gamers who play in the dark. I would appreciate this. I, I, I don't mind it. Uh, right now, I like having I, I the light in the room. 
Yeah, I like having the light though, because normally it means I don't have to turn on the lights, and it just means the screen is just illuminating my controller, so I can still see the button. Like the screen is currently illuminating your face. Yes, I don't have my lights on. It's my just screen's my screen. also illuminating my face, but let's be honest, my webcam's so bad quality. Thankfully, none of our listeners can see it because they would it would probably crack their eyeballs. No, it's just your face. That's not the quality. Oh, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to live. Fine. You can't die because Dr. Disrespect is starting his own game oh development boy, studio. Oh boy, I'm so excited. He's making it games for streamers. You know, Games for streamers? Like yeah. Among Us 2? The studio's purpose? To partner with mega influencers and build their dream game. My so, dream game is a game Call of Duty. where I can kill all toxic people. Yes. An anti-toxic game, that's what I want. You'll love Free Guy then. Is it not toxic? Well, it's the premise of it is a guy in a video game going around and being the hero by doing the good things, not the bad things. No, I just mean, uh, I, you know, the guys that say, what a save in Rocket League when you've just missed a save. What do you mean? I don't do that. Yeah. I don't, I, no, I'm don't. not a toxic player. No, Smack really them all nice. up. A guy tried coming at me today because my username in uh, Rocket League is Denmark and it just put, oh, imagine being Danish. And I was like, I don't know, I'm English. And he's just like, well, I banged your mum. I just quickly left. I was like, great insult. You've done well. I'm devastated. What little did you know? It was actually your dad. <laughs> yeah, my dad can't play Rocket League. <laughs> well, that's why he left after banging your mum. <laughs> uh, yes, the unnamed studio, however, does have one surprising thing about it. It will make games by collaborating with different mega influencers. Right now, the studio, uh, the o- now right now, only a studio head position is listed, presumably a first step forward outlining the project, but the job description does give some insight into how the studio will supposedly function. The studio plans to form partnerships with a select list of mega influencers, then work closely with them to launch their dream game title. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't think I, I think a lot this of is streamers. Bomb. Because to make a oh, game, yeah. it's so much effort and so much hard work goes into it. Even every Google game. can't do it, and Amazon can't do it. <laughs> it's so difficult to make a game. A game yes, takes months and months streamers. of development. Look at yeah. Among Us. The thing is, yeah. But the the thing is that, yes, streamers know what's popular, but they only know what's popular by stealing off other fucking streamers and then using their, like, fan base to grow it. Nah, yes, the streamers aren't, like, the way of... They're, they're a good way of growing your game, but not... I don't think they know what's really best. Also, you have to make a specific type of game to work on a streaming platform. Yeah, Because a lot of, like, single-player games don't do well on streaming. It's only multiplayer, it's open-box, sandbox games where the streamer can infuse their personality in something that's pretty soulless itself. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that is what streaming is, to be honest. It's ought to be, yeah. like, forming a community, and you can't really do communities on single-player games. Yeah, but you can on Fortnite and Among Us and COD. And Minecraft. And Minecraft. And, and Rust. what else is Twitch promoting at the moment in terms of top games? And Hot Tub streamers. That also. <laughs> okay, so we got Minecraft, Fortnite, Apex Legends, Grand Theft Auto, Valorant, Call of Duty Warzone, Back for Blood, Splitgate, Roblox, Dead by Daylight, Genshin Impact, Ca- Counter Strike, FIFA, Sims 4, League of Legends, Rocket League, FIFA F121, and ASMR. Well, and then more. Talking about Back for Blood, Back for Blood has a sound effect that resembles a racial slur. Yes, a randomized. So basically, it it, it's I I imagine it's uh, I don't want to do it, but I will do it because I gotta. There's basically a video going around of 
basically two noise clips being positioned in a weirdly coincidental uh, sounding racial slur. Uh, Which slur uh, is it beginning with? Just to say. The N, I think. The N. Yes. So, yeah. So it, it's like the N word and it's just a N and then a G. Ask it. Cancel him Twitter. Cancel him right now. He's a white man. He's just used a racial slur. Cancel this man. It's two unfortunate sound clips in a sequence that happens to sound like that word that no one wants to say. Yes, uh, also people need to calm down. This is not, this is a fully accidental and stop just canceling Canceling. I was joking about it. Don't actually cancel people for just random things. It's not the end of the world. If it's not used in a racist way. Well, it's funny because it is a black guy who found it in the game. (laughs) That's quite funny. So, <laughs> That's quite. <laughs> I can imagine, like, just like you ate the guy's face, but you heard it, but like, what? oh yeah, the dude's face in the thing is quite. I'm very shocked. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's basically just a like a groan and then a a gurring sound, like in quick succession, where it's probably just two sound effects, where it's just like a yeah, it's just, it's like just an accidental thing, and it just makes it sound like it, but it's not it. Uh, you know what the thing though. is, I. The thing is, though, I could literally... I, I saw the headline and I literally went, I don't need to watch the video. I know what it's going to have been. It's going to be a... And then a grrr. I knew that literally from just my brain going, zombie noise, racial slur, it's going to be that. Those two things in quick Wait, succession. why does zombie say near? I've never heard a zombie go near before. No, it's like a... Like slowly... Nah, this that sort of thing. I just a like growling, <laughs> and then a grrr. To be fair, I feel like a zombie. Maybe I'm the prime example of uh, what a zombie should make a noise of. But yeah, it, it's an unfortunate thing, and they've apologized. They'll take it out, but hey, don't like. There's a whole entire genre of Nazi zombies. You don't think they're gonna say it? Like, come on. Yeah, they're definitely saying it. But let's yeah. move on to tech time and science shenanigans. Although there's not much science shenanigans going on here. There is one space thing that I recently saw that I didn't put in because it was basically a video that was like 20 minutes long. Um, they're 3D printing spaceships. Oh, no, I did hear about that. Yeah, I did, I did see I, I suggested on my YouTube feed, but I didn't look at it because yeah, uh, I don't know why. The video is very tassium. He looks at uh, a company that's building a 3D printed uh, space shuttle that's going to go into space later this year or next year. Yes, that's what we need to put more space debris. Yes, but also it's like 10 times cheaper than building current rockets. So it could be the way to do future space travel. Maybe, maybe. Very interesting video. But yeah, I, I didn't put that in because it's like 20 minutes long video. So, But let's talk about the white hat hacker that's been in the news. And a white hat hacker has managed to get 610 million crypto and returned it back to the owner. Most of. Most of it, yes. Most of it. He kept some of it. Cause... To be fair, I don't blame him, but keep him a little bit. He's uh, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you lost this in the first place. I just want to keep it a little bit myself. So as, as 342 million as of August 12th has been returned. Uh, and the re- remaining is 268 million of Ethereum. He kept that. Yeah, so for at people least, who at don't least for know, now. there's three types of hackers. There's a white hack, a gray hat, and a black hat hacker. Uh, black hat hackers are the really bad ones. White hats are the good ones. I think Grey Hat are kind of middle. They're not really good or bad. But the they, the most companies try and hire people to find vulnerabilities in their systems than yes. they're like white hat hackers. So their companies normally pay hackers 
to find vulnerabilities so that they can then patch them and stop black hat hackers. Yeah, and I think from... uh, the grey ones, actually, they just hack systems and go, by the way, there's a vulnerability in system. This is, yeah. This, this so is they're the ones is. who aren't paid by the company, but then try and get money because the company isn't paying. Or it's like companies that don't have like high security, they just hack them and then go, hey, look, I found how to hack your company. Pay me money and I'll tell you how to fix it, basically. Yeah, those, those are the grey ones. And the black ones would go, oh, I know if you don't tell me, I will tell everyone else how to do it. Yeah, or I'll just steal all your money. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's kind of the way the day to do it. How to uh, describe it. But I mean, it's ultimately a good thing, I suppose. So Keeping a hundred-odd million is pretty bad, maybe? <laughs> so the hacker responsible for one of the world's largest digital coin heists has returned nearly all of their money, uh, more than 610 million, uh, 420 million uh, UK pounds, haul, reportedly saying they did it for fun and to expose a vulnerability. The victim, Poly Network, which until Tuesday's heist was a little-known peer-to-peer cryptocurrency platform, said all of the funds except for 33 million, okay, worth of the digital coin, uh, Teva, which were frozen earlier in the week, had been transferred to a wallet controlled by both the platform and the hacker. The hacker, they said, was a so-called white hat, a term used to refer to ethical hackers who deploy their skills to expose the cyber vulnerabilities that could be exploited by malicious actors. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's just a fun, fun thing that yeah, even cryptocurrency is as secure as they think it is is not secure. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind there's of, um... so many cases of hacking of cyber cu- currencies, and it's just like yay. Yeah, that's the trouble with some altcoins. Bitcoin's pretty secure, apart from that people just go pay me a Bitcoin or. Oh, it's Ethereum. They stole a lot of Ethereum. Yeah, but oh yeah, but my Bitcoin's like the most secure one. I'm pretty sure. If I yeah, but I don't, I, I, it's not that. It's not the thing that's the problem it's the companies that use it yes it's like the... it's companies that use it the actual the actual currency itself is very secure you cannot fake it it does exist no but you can still steal it so well it's like stealing someone's wallet yeah same thing you just steal the you, i imagine it i don't know how hard it is uh to re, like track it back down i don't think you can it... it's all got they, it, it's easy to know if a transaction has been faked so that's mm. why it's so secure. You can never do a fake transaction, whereas in a bank you can do fake transactions. Uh, however, you cannot know who did the transactions because it's all just encrypted. It's encrypted. Right, yeah. It's a whole uh, point in crypto. It's it's crypto because it's cryptography and it's all crypted yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still hate crypto. And it's going up in value. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, it's all going up, but I've made money if I sell, but I haven't sold yet, so... Well, sell it before it tanks again. So I'm not mad enough yet for me to warrant selling it. I made like 10 quid. That's more than you'll ever get in your life That's before the cyber dogs attack. Yes. Well, okay. It's time for our weekly robot update. And Xiaomi has made cyber dog, which is basically spot. Another dog. Another dog. So we, had, dog we have Samsung's dog. We have Boston Dynamics dog. And now we have Xiaomi's dog. And it looks like spot. It does look like spot. Um, but black rather than yellow. It's a, it's a classic Xiaomi branding. Yes. I do like Xiaomi. Uh, they are a good company. They they do like to do things like this. They're yeah, basically I a mean, Chinese Samsung, to be honest. Uh, this one just looks like Spot, but jacked up a bit more with muscle. Because it's kind of like a thicker, chunkier Spot. Also, it looks like it's wearing oh. a HT... Yeah, but it also looks like it's wearing a HTC Vive mask that, on the front. It, that's true, but that's just because how many cameras are in front of it. Yeah. I mean, I'd buy this one. This one looks cool. It does look I, cool, but it also has three USB-C ports and one HDMI port. 
So you can charge your phone up its ass. <laughs> it's, got, it's just got like a little port. You just put you put in your Mi 11. Mm. Apparently it uses um, LiDAR sensors. So that's, I believe, what the new iPhone uses. And what most uh, driverless cars use. Yes, it's the AR, not AR blasting, IR blasting. Yeah. Why is Apple using it? They use it as a laser focus, I'm pretty sure. The autofocus is they use a LiDAR scanner. It's in the Pro mm. Pro versions, or it's just a Pro Max version. It's one of the top end ones, like from a top I end point. No I, 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 it's, it's just I, it's used to focus on a point more. So when you click on your screen, focus on that point. The LiDAR knows at the distance of everything. Right, right, right. So it goes, okay, yeah, focus on this bit and focus on the images that are this close. Or if you fix, uh, focus on background, it will focus on the background. So the they say the Cyberdog is nimble enough to perform a backflip, uh, has a maximum payload of 3K G, uh, can trot along at a speed of 3.2 meters a second, I think, or mile, yeah, meters a second. Is it MS, M-S is meters a second? Yes, I mean, uh, meters per second, yeah. Yeah, uh, compared to spots 1.6, so in a race, if you're doing bets on which dog's faster, Xiaomi's is faster, it's powered by an NVIDIA, NVIDIA's Jetson Xavier AI platform, and it is equipped with an array of cameras and sensors. These include touch sensors, GPS module, an ultra-wide-angle fisheye lens, and Intel's RealSense D450 camera for depth sensing. Uh, yes. I mean, eventually, we're just going to invent robots for ourselves, and we're just making robot humans, which we're already doing, but we're making actual... Yeah, we've got Boston Dynamics robots. Yeah, it's getting a I bit, look, you know, And dystopian. we got the basketball robot that we did last time. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be creepy, I, I want to see this all, all these robots. The, the downside to this one is that they haven't announced if, whether or not it has the little um, robot arm that the Boston Dynamics one has. That little grabber arm that they can put on the back of it that can hold guns that they don't want you to think can hold guns. Yeah. So this one doesn't seem to have that. So a little disappointing. <laughs> yes, how dare the dog not be able to just kill everyone in the room? What a terrible yeah. feature. Also, I like how they're putting like the photos that's on like the moon and stuff. It's like, oh, cool. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I know the Olympics is over and we covered that last week. However, BBC has shown off they've been using an Unreal Engine powered studio. Yes. Uh, so if you ever watched anything on the BBC for their coverage of the Olympics, their studio was like a studio. And all, but all it was... <laughs> That's a fantastic statement there. <laughs> their studio was like a studio. <laughs> well, that's what it was. It was like a studio. <laughs> um, however, it wasn't a real studio. It was a square room with a bunch of cameras and a green screen. And they used uh, Unreal Engine physics and camera things to make the background real time <laughs> i don't know i fucking watched the video and i was confused it's like the Mandalorian. it's just a giant green screen and they've used an unreal engine powered software so they can update the background in real time to the actual environment or what it's trying to base yeah on. that's what you're trying to say and, yes it's Even a cool feature and i'm assuming they'll be using this in future studios and it will just be advanced yeah, all they had is like a desk and some chairs and a bit of wood on the floor, and then everything else is green screened. Yeah, it's and... quite crazy already, isn't it? It's how much in green screen nowadays. One day we just green screen the yeah. actors as well. Well, everyone complains. Like, I've seen so many people complaining about uh, Black Widow having green ske- screen in like unnecessary parts or blue screen because they use blue screens a lot of the time. Uh, and it's like the scene where Yelena and uh, Natasha are sitting down talking over beers and. All of the background is CGI. 
Hmm. And I, I didn't even fucking notice. And everyone's and complaining, I. and I'm like, that's impressive, though. Why are you complaining? Oh, it's unnecessary. Yeah, but it's still fucking impressive that they can do it. To be fair, and at the time, the first Avengers were the whole New York. That's yeah. all green screen as well. Like, green screen is fucking impressive. Why are you trying to go, oh, it's not as good as real life? You don't notice it unless you fucking point it out and you show the fucking behind the scenes. Sometimes you notice it. Sometimes you do. For example, if in the very... Suicide Squad, there is a scene where you can quite clearly tie it's green screen. Oh, yeah. There's there's, there's some movies but where the, the, like Usually really you can tell was when the camera angles straight onto the green screen, it doesn't work because you yeah. don't get the depth perception. But when, but when it's in the background or... It's out of focus sort of thing. You can sort of do it much more. It's the ones where it's like, oh, I didn't even realize this is CGI. That's the things that are impressive. Yes, it, like, it can be impressive. It can be well done. Don't complain about green it's screen. Better it's on... a great technology. Yeah. Stop going, oh, the... It's the CGI that's sometimes of... a problem, but green screen's fantastic. Yeah. Green screen is fine. CGI characters can be the problem. It's, it's, it's easier to replicate backgrounds with CGI than it is to do characters, so... And what else is fantastic is Galaxy Z Fold 3. Yes, Samsung has unveiled the Z Fold 3. They have. And do you like it? I'm very happy with it, but I'm not buying it till January. (laughs) (laughs) It's a first foldable with water resistance. Quite impressive. And an S Pen support. Yes, I'm. Which you were very skeptical about because you were like, how are they going to do it? And Apparently, I literally said. It's a special S Pen. You have to use that specific one. You can't use yeah, any of the prior it, ones. Yeah, uh, there's. Yeah, they've. They, basically, because you because don't it's want. Soft the, screen. Yeah, you don't want hard, like, object hitting soft screen. So it's a little rubber end and it's got a spring compression in the back. So it lessens the impact of the pen when it hits the uh, screen. Yes. And so you can't, you can technically, if you want to, get the other pen and scratch your screen up, but it won't function. They they literally won't allow it to function. No. Um, However, what doesn't make sense about this phone is that they've included S Pen support, doesn't have an S Pen slot in the phone, and also the pro no, version of cases. the S Pen doesn't fit in the S Pen case. I don't know. I haven't really. Uh, I, I, I looked into this and it makes no sense because they've got two different versions of the S Pen. They've got a normal version, that's just, just, just like a stylus, and then the other yeah. one has Bluetooth connectivity. Right. But the Bluetooth one doesn't fit in the case that you can buy with Samsung. You have to have a separate case to hold the S Pen from your phone. I'm sure they'll bring out another one. That I'm sure they will too, but it doesn't make sense. They've added all these things in and then just not provided any use for it. And in theory, yeah, but... I feel like the Z Fold should become the new Note series. It is what the Note series but was meant to think... be, which was yeah. to have a stylus and a bigger screen. Z Fold, right here. So why don't you just put the S Pen with the Z Fold, and then you just got your new Note series, and instead of calling it the Z Fold 3, call it the Note Fold, because mm. it is a Note phone. <laughs> so the phone weighs 271 grams is 6.4 millimeters thick, uh, has Android 11, one UI uh, 3.5, a 256 gigabyte or 512 gigabyte storage, no card slot, uh, 7.6 inch screen, uh, 1768 times 2208 pixels, uh, has an under display camera on the inside foldy screen, Yeah, which is very... Which, is lesser pixels, but is still like it's a video can... conference camera. That's what it is. Yeah, 
It's not meant to be your selfie camera. No. It's just meant to be your camera that you use video calls, which they're trying very hard to sell you on, which I which cannot again, give a shit. makes sense for it to be a note phone because it's about productivity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're advertising they... it to be a note phone, but it's not. Yeah, but they're basically replacing the note with this. But they're not. That's <laughs> the <a> problem. <laughs> well, they aren't making notes anymore. Right? They're making one next year. Oh, well, yeah. But I think they just want different marketplaces. They want this fancy shit, then they want the note series for like people who don't want to buy the. I was actually watching an interesting video about this, and some people think this is Samsung's attempt to reclaim the mobile market because Xiaomi's taking over the rest of the mobile market that Samsung has. Oh, I'm sure this is them trying to do at least something different to get people's attention. Yeah, because, because... their their retention numbers are going down quite significantly, like fourteen percent year on year going down. Well, they're they're having to compete with both. Apple's high-end market and the Chinese lower-end market whilst trying to maintain both at the same time. They're losing ground in both markets, so yeah, their figures are going to be going down regardless. Yeah, so they need like, a new product to go, yeah, look, this is us. Go for this one. <laughs> and I'm all down for it. I love this thing. I want it so badly. I love Foldy. <laughs> I, uh, uh, 4,400 milliamp battery. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. It's got a 3.5. No, it doesn't have a, jack, a headphone jack. Oh, sad. Do you know what would be kind of cool, which I don't think they would ever do, but have a foldable phone that you could separate, which I think LG did at one point, but it wasn't really. And what about you can actually uh... have two different foldable phones and you just connect them up together and then fold it and they'd be like a foldable phone. I have that old seamless. That wouldn't fold though. That wouldn't fold though. I don't know how it would work. I reckon you could. I reckon it could be invented one day. I reckon that might be the way of doing it. You have two phones that connect together. <laughs> To make a super phone. The only way that would work is if you had two phones with magnets and then a bar that you then had to go in the middle that was magnetized and you could clip them together. Well, Samsung does have their wall TV. They could apply this same technology to their phones and then just have, you can buy two phones that connect together and then you just separate them. Maybe at some stage, but I don't see the point of that because what would the structural support be of it? Because it would just snap. It'd just be magnets and then you, you just hold it and then you just go... Yeah, but it would have to be a weak enough magnet that you can then crack it open or clip it together. So it wouldn't have that much strength behind it. And if it had too <laughs> much strength behind it, then you wouldn't be able to unsnap it. And what would be the point? Oh, wait and see. I do like because th- they had to basically show off how they do S support for this. And it's all underneath displays. And they rather than trying to bend the d- uh, underneath bit that is the connection point, they just separated it and had two. And then they had to work on a program to then... Uh, stitch those two inputs together to make one cohesive thing. It's a very interesting way of going about it because they they struggled with the idea of, like, you can't bend the metal of parts, basically. So how do we make it work? And we just have to separate them, but then make a program that runs the two separate things together in order to have the pen responsiveness as good as it would be on a normal phone. Well, also, it's water resistant now, so I can drop it in a puddle and it won't break. <laughs> I believe it's uh, IPX8 because they can't do dust resistance, of course. Yeah, because there's it's hinges. You I think. Do it. Well, basically, I don't. What they did was they water resistant the actual two components of the screen. Yes, yes. And then the hinge bit is just water repellent. No, no. It's, they've also made that waterproof as well. Yeah, but they they basically made it water repellent so that it just hydrophobic water runs off. Yeah, hydrophobic. It just runs off it basically if it does get water on it. So it will still get water in it, but the two screen parts are two separate water resistant things. Then the actual hinge mechanism 
is also water resistant but is just basically a separate thing to the other two and it would just be one thing so the hinge itself is just hydrophobic or whatever and it would just run off it so it shouldn't sit there and gunk it up if you do have water in it well carrying on with samsung uh, samsung has patents a movable camera system with adaptive aperture yeah so i don't know what the functionality of this is i think it's just it sounds very similar to the xc well on paper it sounds similar to what's it called um the a80 was it that had like the roll-up camera i kind of you rolled up and it went and then it flipped backwards on itself yeah it sounds similar to that but But, it's not quite that so basically it's it's very hard to explain it's basically a little gear with a camera attached to a up and down momentum thing that the gear will then roll up and down and it then pulls the other sensors of the camera together as it moves basically on a like hinge mechanism as well yeah so it's all about moving three cameras all together to adjust the apertures so it then focuses in the software so it's basically like a focus yeah so rather so than, because focusing, you can't auto focusing it does a focusing via the movements it makes the cameras closer together so the focus is in a more centralized point rather than spread out further and what i feel like this might be is instead of having it three different lenses it's three coherent lenses yeah so you will probably have each of these lenses as an- the like same post analyzing and then it will, all three lenses be used at the same time to kind of focus an image to get more detail on it because at the minute well, the big- it's all done by digital processing so i think this yeah. is a way of doing it using probably more digital processing because you have to d- digital process three images at a time however you'll get much higher quality out of it and- because it will all be the similar quality picture at in, in three different locations all stitched together to make one yeah, no I mean, sticker. Samsung has experimented with different apertures in the past, notably the S9 and the S10, which had the they also... uh, closing aperture lens, which would expand and close. Yeah, well, the the downside to like phones and stuff is to why like high quality cameras are still useful if you're doing it professionally, is you don't get zoom or no. high focus because you can't attach all the camera lenses and the distancing and everything. And so whilst, yes, my phone does have a hundred times zoom, it's pixelated as all it's hell. It's not really. It's... I think it's isn't it like really ten times zoom. I mean, uh, isn't it ten, 10 times, times zoom, zoom and ten and times it... digital in it? Yes. So you, if you zoom so in ten all... times, you'll get a really good image. But if you go probably more than thirty, further than that, it gets more and more pixelated. It's not a. It, you can still see text and stuff, but you get very pixelated text if you want to. Yes, but like, to be fair, can, it's still can... very good for ten times zoom. If you want to use ten yeah. times, you'll get a fantastic image. Oh yeah, it's very it's a very impressive camera. I will never use it because I don't take photos. You should, you should just make um, a fake Instagram account. I'll just make an Instagram account just posting random photos of random stuff. I, I thought about doing that uh, I, because yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to bring up my new phone again. My, my phone's got a macro camera now. So Tell people what you have, Dan. I have a Mi 11. I bought a in... Xiaomi Mi 11. I've joined the Xiaomi brand. All right. So the, the Mi 11 has a uh, macro camera and I was going to create a, a Instagram feed of just posting macro pictures. Just it goes very nicely with your robot dog you're getting. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to post like, random pictures. I've been taking like um, my mouse mat, my dog's fur, just random walls, just macro lenses. I'm sure you'll, I'm sure you'll go viral. And I was just going to post it on there to be really stupid and just see if something, <laughs> if the internet is as stupid as it seems. And now I just go like blow up for no reason. You won't. I know yeah. I won't, but... You Unless know. our audience here graciously gives you a follow when you set it up. There we go, yeah. I just I create an Instagram with just macro photos. I'm just everything random I see in a day. <laughs> Be completely stupid. 
But talking Speaking about... Speaking of stupid things... <laughs> yeah, okay, you go. You do it. Uh, Razer is holding a beta test for its RGB face mask. I am tempted to sign up for this because I kind of want it. Well, it kind of when you sign when you try and sign up, it kind of um, suggests your social media presence ah. as a sign up thing. And I was like, I don't have a social media presence. Yes, we do. We we do a fantastic podcast episode. And yeah, but it kind of goes like social media pages, like Twitter or Facebook. You have all of Instagram. them. Yeah, don't but use I don't them, but you have do them. anything on them. I would use it, and I just hope they'd send it to me. But I feel like they're trying to get influencers to then use it and post on it to sell masks. And if I'm on there, they'll be like, oh, this one guy who doesn't have any social media following <laughs> is wanting our free mask. I might do it just to see if I can get one. But Just try. Never I'm know. Not- yeah, I might do it and not pay. See if I can not get pay, not have to pay for it. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's, it's just now a thing. It's called Sephir rather than Project Hazel. Uh, and yeah, it, it's. I like the mask. It's just now you don't really need to wear masks. No, you don't. It's kind of you know not as useful as it used to be. But masks are still good, and you never know. I'd buy it if I was going on holiday a lot. Actually, people. Some people think masks might never actually go away. People might always wear masks now. I wouldn't be surprised because China before covid had mask policies anyway because of air pollution and i imagine just air pollution in this country is going to get worse and worse anyway so our country isn't that bad for air pollution it's not it's not our country's causing the problems it's bloody china america japan india and russia those are the big five are causing problems for the world we produce one yeah. percent of the world for pollution which i know is not great yeah. we should use zero but we also, but... how much do we import from those countries to yeah i, I do that? agree but i mean still china <laughs> sort yourself out mate <laughs> China's the worst one. They've used 26%. Yeah. I understand China's position, though. I also understand America's, but they do need to work on it. Yeah, China, don't just ignore it. The... I try to fix it. Well, fucking China... Like, garbage is just shipped to China. All these countries that have, like, garbage just ship it to China, and China has to do something with it, so they just burn it. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. Because they can't do anything with it. It's just... If you look at America shipping to China in terms of rubbish, it's mostly America, Britain, all of these like first world countries just shipping it to China so that they can burn it or do something with it or like recycle it. Like we just offshore it and we do it to India and everything like that. And it's just us with all our garbage just sending it to other countries and they have to deal with it. And so what do they do with it? They just burn it because they can't do anything with it. It's garbage. Yeah. It's all contaminated. It's... Like, it's people not recycling properly and all that bollocks. It's bad. The world's fucked. It is. But let's go on to our recommend do's and recommend don'ts. What would you recommend this week? I'd recommend Free Guy. Tell us about Free Guy. Free Guy is Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds in a video game movie about a guy who wears a blue shirt and then tries to save the world that he's in from being shut down. Seems like a kid's film. It's a lot better than a kid's film. It reminds me of the Lego movie, huh? Is it a family film? Uh, you could take your family to it. It's got like it's got video game references that if you understand video games, you'd enjoy. Like it's Did it's a very well crafted. F- I understood them. Ooh. it's got some good cameos in it as well from actors that you would like. So it's, it's a very enjoyable, well crafted, f- uh, independent IP that they keep pushing as an independent, brand new IP that uses heavy, heavy references to other stuff to stand out, which I find funny in their marketing because it's like Ryan Reynolds keeps going on and on about how he made this incredible new uh, new IP and it's all new and everything. And I think it's been just confirmed for a sequel. Oh, wow. Um, And uh, Ryan Reynolds just keeps going on and on about how 
it's brand new IP and it's never been like it's just new and it's good to go back to the original IP and now and it's like don't do sequels and stuff and now it's getting a sequel and uh, <laughs> it's just it uses so much referencing of other properties. It's quite funny actually. Yeah, I I liked it though. It's a really good film. Uh, one of the best ones, one of the better ones that's come out this year. Well, that's um, that's good. Then. It, it's it's a nice surprise little hit. If you if you, it's got a lot of heart. It's got a great. It's got a good premise. The characters are all enjoyable. Uh, Taika Waititi is good in it. Uh, the main lead, the main female lead, Jodie Comer from Killing Eve, is good in it. The other guy who plays like the programmer guy is good. It's just a lot of fun. It's just a generally fun film. Also, going bowling with your friends after a movie. Yes, I, I did mean, that. I, th- I have. I think I did it. Before I once. suck at it. I suck at bowling too, I, but I want to go bowling again. Oh, it's a lot of fun. I'm terrible at it. I, <laughs> I kept getting like gutter balls like continuously. I'm not. Did, I'm like, not that bad at getting gutter balls. I'm just not very good at aiming them straight. Well, no. What my my problem is, it just keeps going. To, I stand as far to the left as possible because I know I throw to the right, and I just even then still throw to the right. Well, and you see, your problem goes is to... don't throw to the right. Well, that's what I try and overcompensate by going to the left, but I still fucking throw it to the right. Then just add some <laughs> spin to it. Get, I can't, get, get I the thick of the wrist. I'm not that talented. I'm no. Right. I've I'm <laughs> sucking it. It's a lot of fun though. Um, but yeah, go out with your friends. Go bowling. Thank it, you. Thank you for your words of wisdom on this very fine yeah. day. You're watching the podcast or listening to the podcast because it's audio. But we do have a YouTube channel. You can go check it out. Sometimes we have videos to our episodes. Sometimes they actually have video to them. Yes, it is quite impressive. But TFE will never have video. So check out TBOs on our YouTube channel probably. TFE is the best yes. place to find us. Wherever you're listening to right now. Yes. Rate and review us. Do all of that. Yes, please. It's been, I've been told that it helps if we tell people, and I don't want to, but... Yes, please I rate and review our podcast. We, we would love a opinions. And if you and you do have any criticism for us, email us at tafepod at gmail.com. Yes, and we will see you sometime in the future. We'll see you next week for our next episode. Or prior Saturday. Yes. Or if we're not watching TBO, come watch TBO forever. What this week's is? We we've recorded more in advance, so I have absolutely no idea what this week's is. But I believe last week was Game of Thrones. So watch that for Game of Thrones. Yes, Game of Thrones was last week. This week's is higher or lower. Ah, yes, higher or lower. Which has a video. It does. It has a video. Go check out YouTube for that one. Yes. We will see you next week. Have fun. Bye.